Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. What can Liverpool fans expect from George? <laughs> I think if the guy, uh, what you see is what you get. <laughs> He's, um, yeah, he built up a good reputation in, uh, in Germany. He's the guy that didn't make the, the biggest of transfers in, in Germany. But for the clubs that he worked for, he uh, made out of made something out of the, the money that they had. And I think Liverpool can can buy good players but um, if City and Manchester comes around sometimes it's difficult to to go with them with the amount of money they have then you have to be smart or clever I think that's that's exactly the job that Jörg knows like you said there with the money he's going to have so much more to work with at Liverpool than he would have done with some of these clubs he's had in Germany is he up for the challenge? Is that out of its comfort zone a little bit? I hope he can do the same with uh, when 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 there is a little bit more money available to get those players who are not finished yet. Uh, I think that are also the players that uh, that your club wants to work with. Good players with an enormous potential, but not not ready yet. Let's say not the Real Madrid players yet. Mm-hmm. And what's his overall reputation like in Germany? Because obviously over here, you, when you do hear of him, it's he's fallen out with the manager or someone. He's quite outspoken. Yeah, he's very outspoken. He's a little bit grumpy, but in the positive way. Um, he's not so somebody when your club says something, he will say, yes, yes, Jürgen, yes, Jürgen, no. He will say, no, that we're not going to do that. Um uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's a tough guy, but that's not a problem. I think he's very honest, he's very straight. And uh, in the position that he has now at Liverpool, he doesn't need to come that often in front of the camera. I think that's also something that's that's uh, that he will like. Uh, let Jurgen Klopp do the talking, let he do let him do the, 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 the silent work in the second row. Uh, would he work well with someone like Jurgen Klopp? Will their personalities match? Sorry, I didn't hear that. I... Would Sorry, it... no. Can you hear me still? Yeah. Will he, wor- will he work well with someone like Jurgen Klopp? Will, like, will their personalities match together? 
I think so. They respect each other. They never uh, worked together. So, as as far as I know, uh, Jurgen Klopp has an enormous respect for uh, the things that uh, Jurgen Schmadtke achieved. And um, I think he, Jurgen Klopp was was also looking for somebody where he can talk with in his own language. That makes it a little bit easier. And somebody that he could 100% trust, that he will be honest, straight, and will also tell him, no, Jörg, this is not possible, or yes, Jörg, let's do this. And uh, I think you need somebody. sometimes you need a mirror. And you, in the mirror, you see somebody else that brings something in, in it that you don't have. And I think that's good. That's the word. Are you surprised to see him uh, get this role at Liverpool? Because it, it did seem to be out of nowhere when he was first being linked. Yeah, it was a little bit surprised. Yeah, I must be honest, because he didn't he didn't work for the big clubs, and uh, that 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 makes the difference. And now it's up to him to show everybody that he could do the same work on a higher level. And the fact that he's going to England, it's somewhere he, he's not worked before before. He doesn't know the markets as well. Um, how do you think he'll adapt to that? I think he has a good connection in uh, in Europe. He knows which players are available. And it's with networking. Jurgen Klopp has a network. He has a network. If you combine those two, I think you will get those players uh, to Liverpool that, uh, yeah, that that will, um, how do you say that, level up the level mm-hmm. of, of Liverpool. And we, Liverpool, or we, I say we, <laughs> but Liverpool has, uh, has to get some new power into the team. And uh, I hope Jürgen and, uh, and, and Jürgen can do that together. And we were led to believe that he'd retired when he left Wolfsburg in January. I suppose that yeah. era of Liverpool is something you can't say no to. But um, why do you think he's decided to come out of retirement like so soon? Well, I, I think if you get a chance like this, the chance you didn't expect to get, then you have to take it. Why not? What do you? I, I think everybody would do that. Um, working for a first-class club, and I think when Jörg Schmadtke was honest to himself, he wasn't ready yet to retire and to sit down and go go to his house in Ibiza and do nothing. He is he is still a football man. And uh, I think he got a little bit restless. And then uh, then Jurgen Klopp called. And then he woke up and his eyes start shining again. And uh, he's up for the job. It's only a, a short-term contract for now. Do you reckon that suits both him and the club, that they can just see how it goes rather than making a, a long-term commitment? I think that's that's something that Jörg also likes. He likes to do things that nobody else does. Which manager uh, takes a contract of three months? Nobody else does that. But Jörg Schmutkit does it because it triggers him. And he he likes to show in a short period, he likes to show what he can do. And if it's good, the club will react. If it's not good, hasta la vista, he's gone. Now, he's obviously been in the business as a sporting director for a, a long, long time. Is there a, a certain profile of player that he, he likes? I know you say players that will get better with the manager and everything like this, yeah. but Liverpool obviously going to need a lot of incomings this summer. They need a lot of midfielders. Is there anything there that you think they can expect from it? 
I, I think what I told you before is I think that's a picture of your club who saw, who sees what what the club needs because he works with the players he has uh, every day. He see what, what what lack of quality they have in the team to go uh, to the top two, top three again, um, and I think he has to give those this information to uh, to Jörg, and Jörg has to find the, the right players to that. And I think it's 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 the right mixture of, of analysis uh, that uh, your club made, and uh, the network that uh, your Spotka has, and then they have to come up with with, with good players. Uh, it has to it has to change there has to change something at Liverpool. I think we we all agree that. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There is one player who's been linked to will be good knowledge to you, but to him as well, Ryan Gravenberch at Bayern Munich. And there's that suggestion that his appointment could aid that sort of transfer. Do you reckon that's something that could happen? Oh, I hope uh, I hope that the choice Liverpool is a good one uh, if Gravenberch will, will make this move. Because his move from Ajax to Bayern Munich was, was not a good one. He didn't play. Uh, and a young player... Needs minutes, and he, he didn't got them. He didn't got them. Maybe also because he was not good enough yet. Um, can your club make him better? I hope it is. But till now, he didn't show me that he is on a Champions League level. And then um, with York, have you spoken to him since he got the job, or since he was first being linked? Give him a little insight into the full life. No, I just I just send him some some text messages. Um, that's the only thing. I think he's more busy with answering all those things. I friends about him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's not waiting for uh, a phone call with me. So let him do a good job. And uh, that I'm happy because Liverpool will play on a higher level then. Now, in England, there's a, a lot of intrigue and interest in this sporting director role at the moment. Because I know it's been very common on the continent for years. But it's only recently that it gets more attention in this country. But there is a difference to it. Like in Germany, the sporting director has so much more power, whereas here it's still the managers in charge. You're just helping behind the scenes. How will he yeah. adapt to that? And what do you see as the big differences in, from country to country with the sporting director role? Yeah, the sporting director in, in Germany is the one who is uh, taking care of long per long periods, long term thinking, and. Uh... And the, the the trainer and somebody who's passing by. Uh, in England, uh, the situation is different. So, uh, yeah, why not? Uh, why not look looking for somebody who's uh, taking care of uh, of the long term uh, possibilities of the club? Uh, because you see so many changes uh, on, on on the trainer or management in the floor. That, yeah, <laughs> for example, Chelsea. Um, that's ridiculous. If you have a manager there and he, he buys three new players at the winter break, the next manager comes and says, I don't need those players. So that's why you need a technical director. 
to have these things organized and say, okay, we're looking for a trainer who fits in with the players we have and not the other way around. Now, you say there that the sporting director is looking after the long-term future of the club. Is this yeah. something he's going to be able to do easily if he's on a short-term contract? Yeah, I think uh, that I think from both sides they have to see if they if they like each other, if this this way of working together works. And I think it's very smart to do it that way. Uh, it's it's like recruiting. Uh, you need somebody for a short term, or you have an injury in your team. <laughs> you need a good striker. <laughs> you just ran the striker for three months. Now Liverpool needed somebody as a as a technical uh, assistant more or less or director uh, for three months uh, and you, you find somebody who is on a really high level so why not and Jörg Schmatke is thinking the same he will we will try this uh, this uh, yeah how you say this this chance and maybe you just get one chance I don't know it's I think it's good that it's a short term why should we think negative about this <laughs> um, I believe he signed you for Arkin in 2003, wasn't it? Was that the first time you'd met yeah. him? No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, Jörg was, uh, when I played at Bayer Leverkusen, he was the uh, goalie, or third oh, goalie. Okay. Yeah, so I already uh, played a year with him, and uh, that we always uh, saw and saw each other. Um, because he, he went to other clubs and then uh, when I was at Hamburg he signed me for Aachen and then the first thing he, he told me when I got the first uh, <laughs> conversation with him Eric don't worry we have a nice club we have a nice old stadium it's, it's like English football but we have no money <laughs> <laughs> and, still I made the, and still I made the choice to go over because uh, he knew exactly that you say that they had no money. They still got promoted, got to a domestic cup final and got to the UEFA Cup. So that gives you excitement for what he can do with a bit of money at Liverpool. Yeah, he, he just looked, looked for, he was looking for some, uh, let's say, elder, older players who get some experience to the to the young team. And it worked out very well. At the cup final, we, we made promotion to the Bundesliga. Uh, we had very young coaches. So the old players helped the coaches, and, uh, and you saw that his young coaches that he always brought because he didn't have any money uh, could, yeah, could work well together with the old players. How did you find it personally working with him? Yeah, I liked him very much because I'm also uh, we Dutch are also very straight and direct. If it is shite, it is shite, and um, and Jörg is just the same. So it, working with him was very easy. When he was angry, I know he was really angry. I knew when he was funny or was laughing, then I knew we doing a lot of things right. So that's what I started the conversation with. What you see is what you get. <laughs> and when you were, you were playing alongside him, was he someone back then you could see being a, a sporting director when he retired? Uh, no, no, I didn't expect that one. But, um, you know, he's a goalie, so he's different. Uh, all goalies are different. They are on on their own more or less when they're training or when they have sessions or all those things. So uh, no, I didn't expect that. Uh, he was analyzing matches. He was more or less the uh, how you say that the, the sidekick from the guy who's who's doing the 
uh, I'm looking for the English word. <laughs> Who's commentating uh, the matches? Uh, the uh, the summarizer. Yeah, exactly. Giving him the information about the tactics, about uh, players' information, and all those things. And he did that for a couple of years. And then he, he went uh, technical director at Aachen. And he hasn't looked back sick since. You look at his CV, and it's been a, a wonderful 20, 20 year career as a sporting director. Yeah, and he, he made every club better. And if there was a point that he couldn't make them better, he left. So fingers crossed it ends a bit differently for Liverpool. He makes them better and then can actually enjoy retirement. Can you imagine he makes Liverpool better in three months and leaves them? <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be able to see you come over for a game or something when this new season starts up and he's in the position properly. Yeah, I, I hope to come over uh, to Liverpool again because I also want to see my friends at Liverpool. I haven't been there in two, three years since uh, Corona, so um, it's it's time for a nice pint in uh, Liverpool and watching some footy. Do you have any uh, bars in Liverpool you could recommend to him for a nice pint? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still like, I still like it with beer. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.